I don't eat enough fish. It's not intentional and it's not that I don't like fish. It just isn't something I often think about until I'm eating it and then I'm like, oh wow, I really love fish. I should eat more of it. Also, I am weary of buying fish in the supermarket because I've had a few bad experiences. But yesterday, I decided to go for a drive to the fish market and I bought some fresh cod. Now, in all honesty, I wasn't sure what I was going to do with it until I got home. What I decided to do was cook the cod in a bit of white wine with shallots, garlic, heirloom tomatoes, and herbs. This dish came together perfectly. The fish was tender and flaky and had loads of flavor. I served the cod with boiled new potatoes tossed with parsley, butter, salt, and pepper. These potatoes are a simple and delicious side dish that I've really fallen in love with over the past year or so. They can even be served with almost anything and look just as good as they taste. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in 5, and today we're going to make cod with white wine and parsley potatoes in 30 minutes or less. Let's get to it. Rather than making this meal for dinner last night, I actually made this as a late Sunday lunch. So I started cooking much earlier than I usually do around 2.25 p.m. Now the first thing I had to do was get the potatoes going as they were going to take the longest to cook. So at 2.25 I started by putting eight small new potatoes in a pot with hot tap water to which I added some salt. I put the pot over high heat with a lid and brought it to a boil, a boil Excuse me. and then once the pot started to boil I removed the lid and finished cooking the potatoes uncovered. I cooked the potatoes until they were fork tender and in total this took about 25 minutes start to finish. But obviously I wasn't just standing there waiting for the potatoes to cook. I did some other stuff while they were doing their thing. So once I had the potatoes on, it took me about a minute, didn't take long, um, I started taking care of everything else. So first was to cut up the vegetables. And the first vegetable I cut was the shallots. Were the shallots? Was the shallots? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Just like when slicing an onion, I cut the top and the bottom off, peeled it, and then thinly sliced it with the grain. That's it. So if you don't know what a shallot is, it's kind of like a small onion. It is a member of the onion family, but it's more closely related to garlic and leeks than a white or red onion. Now, having said that, it tastes more like an onion than garlic. It's just a milder flavor. It does grow in clusters like garlic, and generally within the shallot bulb, there will be two to three shallot cloves. For more information, just check out Wikipedia. There's tons of information there. Once the shallots were cut, which took about three minutes, I got down to business on the garlic. I took two cloves, crushed them, peeled them, and then thinly sliced them. That was it. The garlic took me about a minute, so at 2.30 I started with the tomato. So I had thought about using cherry or grape tomatoes in this dish, which would have been absolutely delicious. But when I saw these heirloom tomatoes, they're these big, beautiful tomatoes, I knew that that's what I wanted. So I only ended up actually using half of one tomato, uh, which I diced, but the rest will not go to waste. I'm going to eat it on some toast later. Um, so I diced up half an heirloom tomato. An heirloom, like if you can't find an heirloom tomato, you can use cherry tomatoes or a beefsteak tomato. Half of that will be fine. Now, if you don't know what an heirloom tomato is, it's an old variety of tomato. They're not touched by modern-day breeding and selection methods. Where modern-day tomatoes are mostly bred for shelf life, travel stability, and disease resistance, heirloom tomatoes are bred for flavor and appearance. 
Um, there's not really a comparison. They taste way better than you know a more traditional grocery store tomato, and they look way cooler too. They're all gnarly in different colors. They're awesome. It took me about two minutes to cut up the tomato, and then it was time to move on to the herbs. So first up was some basil. I took four or five large leaves, rolled them into a cigar shape, and then sliced them very thin into what is known in the culinary world as a chiffonade. Now, it's important not to chop the basil too vigorously or too much, as it will bruise the leaves and they will become bitter. Slice with a sharp knife only as much as necessary. Took me about two minutes to deal with the basil, uh, and then I moved on to the spinach. So I had like full spinach, not baby spinach, and I just had a big handful of it. And all I really did was pick off the big stems and then cut the leaves into large chunks. And then I set that aside. The only other thing to do about two minutes after the spinach was to cut up some parsley. So to do this, I rolled the parsley into a tight ball and ran my knife over it once. That was it. I didn't need to mince it perfectly. Right before I started chopping the parsley, I turned my skillet on to medium-high heat so that that could heat up while I was chopping up the parsley. So after heating for about three or four minutes, the pan was ready to go, so I added in two to three tablespoons of olive oil along with my shallots and garlic. Um, so all I really did here was cook the shallots and garlic until the shallots were soft. This took about two or three minutes. Uh, and I just stirred them every once in a while. You don't, you're not trying to develop color. I didn't want to brown them. I just wanted to soften them. And then I added in the tomatoes. Um, so after, once the shallots were soft, I added the, the tomatoes in the pan along with three sprigs of thyme. And I cooked the tomatoes for about two minutes. So with the tomatoes cooked, which only took about two or three minutes, it was time for the fish to go into the pan. So I had five pieces of cod. It was all one filet that I cut up. So I had a couple big pieces from one end and some smaller pieces from the other end. So I put the cod in presentation side down first. So the presentation side will be the whiter side. One will be the side that the skin was on, which will have like brown marks on it. The other one will be the really white side. That's your presentation side. Now my goal wasn't to sear or color the fish at all. There's way too much moisture in the pan from the tomatoes. Um, all I'm really doing is cooking it. I don't care about getting color on it. So after about two minutes, I added one cup of white wine. And then as soon as that started to boil, I flipped the fish over. Now once I flipped the fish, the smaller pieces um, from the tail end of the fish were pretty much cooked. So I took those out as they were done and started putting them on a warmed platter. Now I, I warmed the platter. I had a stainless steel platter that I warmed by running it under really hot tap water and then drying it off. And warming the platter just keeps the fish hot while I'm waiting for the sauce to finish. And then I just kept taking the fish out as it was cooked. So the smaller pieces were obviously done first, then the medium-sized pieces, and then finally the bigger pieces. So with all the fish out of the pan, and that only took uh, about five minutes to cook the fish, I added the spinach, basil, and two tablespoons of butter to the sauce and then turned the heat off. And then I mix the butter in really well, which helps to thicken the sauce. And I tasted and adjusted the seasoning with salt and pepper. So with the sauce pretty much done, the potatoes were also done. They had boiled. Um, so I drained them off. I added two tablespoons of, of the chopped parsley. We had two tablespoons of butter and some salt and pepper. And I just rolled them around. These still have the skin on them. 
and then I put them on the platter with the fish. So with the potatoes done and the fish already on the platter, all that was left was to finish the sauce. So I had about two tablespoons of parsley left over from the potatoes, so I added that into the sauce, stirred it around, checked the seasoning, and that was done. So I poured it over the fish, and dinner was good to go. Conclusion. This meal was delicious. It was a beautiful lunch, but would make an equally beautiful dinner. And I can easily see this being on the menu at a trendy bistro for like 24 bucks. But as I just described to you, you can make it at home in less than 30 minutes. Um, and I really hope you do. Uh, and if you'd like the recipe, just go to howtonotburnshit.com uh, and it'll be there all day. And I mean, it'll be there forever, but it's just going to move down the page. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. As always, I hope that you had a great weekend and I hope that you have a fantastic Monday. I'll be back tomorrow with another fantastic episode of Food in 5. And of course, tomorrow is Tuesday. That means it's Food History Day. And we are doing the brief history of something that I can't remember. But, <laughs> sorry, I can't remember what it is. But it'll be good, I promise. Um, anyway, I will see you tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody. And as always, thanks for listening. Oh, and of course, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. And you know what? Go over to at least one of those and give me a give me a follow if you haven't already. What are you waiting for? There's so much more that you haven't seen. Um, and tell your friends about the podcast, guys. Come on, let's spread the word. And that's it. Have a great Monday. I'll talk to you soon.